us on pretty much every platform streaming podcast including spotify itunes youtube google play iHeartRadio, and others and if uh, you're listening on itunes get us a five-star review you know i don't i don't know how how stuff works you know the crazy thing with the social media is you don't know how the algorithm works so you just gotta you know yeah. guess that something is gonna work for you so i'm assuming if you give us a five stars you know it might help help us show up on the algorithm a little bit more so leave us five star review uh links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com also on ykwrestling.com we got those nwo inspired black lives matter shirts you know uh police killing niggas again uh it's in the news again in the same fucking city as it was last year too uh yep dante Wright and uh I forgot the other. I was. Uh, I know Toledo. I forgot his fucking first name. But yeah. I'm gonna just just because I, I would, I'm not gonna proceed without figuring out this young man's uh, first name. So give me a second, y'all. Uh, yeah, Adam gotta, Toledo. That's right. Adam there Toledo. Yeah, thirteen year old, bro. Yeah. Police killed a thirteen year old. Apparently, there was a video, and uh, I don't subscribe to trauma porn. So I, I did not see the video, but uh, I, I am uh, currently in the process. I'm trying to trying to figure out exactly how I can uh, donate some of this, some of some of the. It's not a lot, but it's you know every little bit helps. So we got something in the fund. Uh, I you know I, I say this every week: Black Lives Matter T-shirt fund, because you know the actual Black Lives Matter organization. You know we, I've seen an article of Brianna Taylor's mama. The most recent uh, victim of uh, police brutality. You know, the family are victims too. So the most recent victim of uh, of police brutality has come out and, uh, and and basically denounced Black Lives Matter as well. So if they're saying it, I, I've been saying it literally since I, I designed this t. I designed this t-shirt almost a year ago, and I've been saying it ever since then. So if people coming out now saying exactly what I've been saying, then I'm, yeah. So you guys know that, but but those shirts are available at ykwrestling.com. Hit the water maneuver link. Uh, proceeds, you know, deposit into that fund. You know, we're gonna be donating some to to the right and Toledo families uh, as well. Once I get that figured out, so uh, take some time tomorrow to do that because yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Uh, I me this. What's that? I gotta cut me another one. Dang, I actually gotta cut myself another one because my other one fading. So. Yeah, I'll be paying myself. So, hey, you gotta Ooh. do what you gotta do. Uh, proceeds. Uh, I already read that. My bad. Uh, I am the thespian. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have a script. If you did not know, uh, I am the thespian. TC Fontaine. Uh, I am joined by the Nature Boy Reek Flair. Uh, so, about an hour before the show, 
I'm still trying to come up with the show, right? I'm like, man, I don't know what to talk about. Because honestly, if, if you're being real, like WrestleMania was last week, and for some reason, nothing nothing notable happened the week after WrestleMania in WWE land. So it's weird. Trend. Uh, yeah, it's two years in a row. Last year, they had an excuse. This year, I don't know what the excuse is. But anyway, uh, so I hit, I, hit, I hit the fellas up like, man, I don't know what to talk about on this show. And I was like, y'all got any ideas of what else to talk about besides, you know, people getting fired on Thursday? And, uh, you know, Reek hit me with an answer. Malik hit me with an answer. So my assumption is that Malik is going to actually log into the Zoom today. After he answered what we should talk about. Oh, oh shit, Malik about to be here. And then I waited. Me and Reek was waiting for about 20 minutes for Malik to enter the Zoom that we are currently in. And Malik said, no, my bad, y'all. I'm working. So silly of me to... My guy Reek over here drinking Sunny D. I ain't seen no Sunny D in about 10 years. Yeah, I, that, I, that I legit ain't even seen it in the store, bro. Like, I didn't even know they sold it. That dollar still got the hookup. Dollar Tree? Big, big ass jug for a dollar. Oh, man. It's Come sunny. on. Sunny D. That's not, sunny. It's not even orange juice. It's just it's orange drink. That's right. That shit don't taste like orange juice at all. It tastes, it tastes, it never it tastes did. orange. <laughs> It just don't say like orange. <laughs> it's that orange right. drink. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Uh, if you're following us on social media, uh, join our conversation on social media with the hashtag YKWPod or YK Wrestling, either or. Preferably, you know, podcast stuff. I feel like we we leaning more into doing other things now, so I want to separate the, the pod from the other stuff we got going on. So. Typically, podcast stuff. We start putting it under YKW Pod, just to be fair to all the other stuff we got going on. You know, no separating. It, but uh, as always, man, how you doing? Good. Long-winded intro. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's that's how we normally do. So it's all good. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I had to I had to get caught up this week because like. After last week, this is all the all the content that we had to watch. You know what I'm saying? Like this week was was catch up. So I mean, I, luckily I didn't really miss nothing on Raw. But then you know I had to watch NXT because that was the best show of the week. Yeah. And you know, saying that the SmackDown was decent, but you know that's about. I actually I actually put some effort into watching AEW this week too. So I was like, okay, that's this schedule might work out for me after all. Yeah, I, I felt kind of burnt out, man, because yesterday was my first day not watching no new wrestling in, in 12 days. It was a lot going on. So I was a little burnt out. I watched everything. Uh, I watched I watched Impact on Thursday, and I got, I got some issues with Impact that Uh-oh. I'll actually like to discuss right now. Let's uh, get that out of the way. Impact Wrestling, man, y'all... Kenny Omega uh, has been AEW champion since the first week of December. December, if I remember correctly, and um, I'm going to go confirm this after, but December 3rd. uh, Yeah, winter is coming. I think it was the date, and I'm going to confirm that date exactly in just a moment. Uh, December 2nd, 2020. Yeah. That was a date. So uh, December 2nd, 2020, 
uh, Kenny Omega wins the AEW championship with assistance from Impact Wrestling's executive director, Don Callis. And he appears on Impact Wrestling that next week, which would have been December 8th. On December 8th, when Kenny Omega was on this show, he, he, he appeared at the end of the show uh, to do an interview from his tour bus that was parked outside of the studio uh, where Impact Wrestling is taped at. It was parked outside of the studio for the whole episode. He didn't he didn't get out. So on that episode, just 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 before Kenny Omega's interview, uh, their current Impact Wrestling's current champion, Rich Swan, attempted to go to his car to leave work, and he was not allowed outside because Kenny Omega was outside, and they didn't want anybody coming from that direction at that exit. So they had to find another way to get out the building to get to his car. Impact's own champion could not leave his job because of AEW's champion. That was in December. It is April. December to April, and Rich Swan has looked like a chump when it comes to Kenny Omega the entire time. Like, I don't, I don't catch Impact every single week. I maybe miss about in that whole span about four episodes. Four episodes, not a lot. During that time, Rich Swan hasn't really done much to look like a credible opponent to Kenny Omega. And they have a match on pay-per-view next, next weekend on Sunday. A winner-take-all match. So, who you think going to win next week? I mean... Kenny Omega's going to fucking win next week. Because like, they the haven't given is... me a reason to think otherwise. Has Rich Swan appeared on AEW at all? No. Kenny Omega be on, on Impact that. like every two weeks or some shit like that. Yeah, I don't get that. It's like you would think if if it's about you know the, all this cross branded you know content, why that is it on one you side? Got, right, and why don't you have you know a TNA performer on an AEW pay per view? Like, if you're really gonna blend them like this, and, that and I don't get. Even with that. Unless, unless, unless this is all some elaborate plot to just create a hostile takeover impact for AEW and just consume these motherfuckers, like if that that's where we going, then that makes sense. But otherwise, I, I don't get it. And and, and another thing, also, I, I see people saying like, well, maybe maybe it's the network that don't they don't want impacts guys appearing on AEW. Then why the fuck do I gotta see Gallows and Anderson on TNT? every week doing the same shit that's true so that's my only thing is just like they haven't given me a reason to think that rich swan even is going to get a chance let alone like they, they've been they've been hyping up how nobody has kicked out of the one-winged angel and i is am i am i supposed to think that rich swan has a a shot at kicking out the one wing angel is that supposed to be the story here? He's going to kick out of Kenny's finisher move. He shouldn't, because if anybody's going to be the first person to kick out the one wing angel, that person needs to be beating Kenny Omega for the AEW championship in the same match, and that's not going to be Rich Swan. I've said it before; it should be Hangman Page, and it should be something that happens in August, preferably next month at Double or Nothing, because like I, I don't care about this Kenny. This Kenny run that he's been on at this point. 
At first, I did, which is is rare because like if you would have told me even two three years ago, they're like, hey, you you would you would care a little bit about Kenny Omega? I'd be like, shut up. I cared a little bit the first month of his reign, and probably after uh, I think it was Hard to Kill was the pay per view where it was it was supposed to be uh, Kenny and the Good Brothers versus Rich Swan. And the machine yeah. guns, but then uh, Alex Shelley got replaced by Moose. I care, I care more about Moose and Rich Swan's feud than this shit. And I think it's also uh, Kenny Omega's involvement in this has kind of put a, a you know a little bit of a cool down on Moose's whole run from the last year. Like Moose is probably the hottest wrestler in TNA, uh, not TNA. I'm sorry, in Impact. Uh, you know, I, I I gotta differentiate. I don't want to be that person. Uh, but Moose in the last year has probably been the hottest act in the whole company. And ever since Kenny has been brought on, he's been kind of cooled down a little bit. I think so. That's a lot of the, the problem with this too. It's like Rich was never presented like uh, I don't even want to say a threat. He was never presented as viable. As a champion, it's like it's always he, he's he's the underdog that might surprise you. He'll put on a great match, but he's it's always like a, a shock. Like I didn't think he was going to beat Moose. I didn't think he would. They would book that. I think okay, Moose Moose will take his belt off him and he'll face Kenny, even though it's not if as much. Kenny Omega was not involved. Moose would have beat him and got both him titles, but they had to have Rich Swan beat him to make him look somewhat of a threat because they haven't been doing it at all. Like he's been looking second rate to Kenny Omega this entire time. One, you know, you know what would have made it work if they would have just kept it champion versus champion instead of a winner take all. Cause then if you had it just a, a regular old champion versus champion, no titles on the line, it's just, you know, supremacy of, of the brand, you know, AEW versus impact. Then I would believe a Rich Swan had a, a chance to win it. There's no way in hell that Rich Swan is winning the AEW championship. He's never appeared on Dynamite. So Dynamite's audience who don't watch Impact, a lot of people don't know shit about what's going on in Impact at all. They probably don't even know Rich Swan's the champ over there. And, and that, that, that's another reason why I feel like this might just be like a, a soft, hostile takeover because it's like that, that title's going to go to Kenny. He's going to hoard them all. And like that, that that's less value you have over on impact to be watching. So it's like now, what's the sense? Of, what what are you what are you looking at impact for at this point? You know, like they, they they've got they've got a solid tag division, a solid women's division, but what else? Yeah. And again, can't you know? Um, Rich hasn't been treated like a proper champion since he won the belt. So if now you now if he don't have the belt, belt, I don't think so. Right, right. So it's like now that he's taking it off of him. What's what's left, and then in the main event scene, what do you have? So I, I, I don't know that that this just reeks of we trying to just just buy out all y'all talent and just consolidate in AEW. Yeah. But uh, you know, like I, like I always say, let things play out. So I, uh, I'll see where we at next Sunday with it, but uh, doesn't doesn't look too promising to me, man. Anyway, but uh, also, uh, in addition to that, I, I did uh, 
I did start watching Backlash 2000. I think that's everybody's favorite Backlash pay-per-view. Yeah. I think maybe the consensus. So I started watching that. Uh, that's that's when Stone Cold came back for, for one night while he was out for the year. Came back crazy pop. Night. Man. I think I, I heard they put all the Judgment Days on Peacock. So I'm about to go check out Judgment Day from the month after oh. when Taker came back and debuted as the American Badass. Like that pop yeah. I thought was crazy because I don't think nobody was expecting Undertaker to come out riding a riding a bike wearing a denim trench coat. This nigga had a denim <laughs> trench coat on, bro. Started yeah. everybody ass, started whooping DX ass for no reason. I saw that just a little bit ago. I'm like. Mm. And, hey, wrestlers, no- wrestlers have very interesting fashion choices, man. Shout out Seth Rollins. I mean, aside from that, it's like his, his, <laughs> he he intentionally dresses like that. Or dress a lot of wrestlers just throw some shit. Like I, I think my favorite wrestler fit. Is is the 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 jeans and the dress shoes? It's just like the really just baggy ass jeans and the dress shoes. That's my favorite wrestler fit, man. I think it's my Drew favorite because no trash. You said what? I think Drew did that not too long ago. Drew's doing that every week when it was at the performance center. But yeah, <laughs> that's so sad. Like I got that image in my head, so like I know I've seen that recently. I've seen it from Drew. I've seen it from Edge. Uh, back all right, go go watch some old episodes of Raw from 2004. Edge, uh, Edge would come out if, if he was not wrestling, he was doing a promo. He was wearing a Randy did it too. Randy did it a couple times back in the day. Yeah, after after evolution, after he got kicked out of evolution, he, he doesn't wear pants no more. That's true. I don't think he's yeah. worn pants since 2009. I think, I think around 09, he was but like. With the authority, this dude was always in ring gear. Yep. Always in ring gear. You know, he had to. Or sh- he said, well, shorts. No shorts. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, I started watching that. Uh, we got the Stone Cold documentary on A&E. I'm going to check that out later. Yeah. I, got, I got some homework to do, so I might throw that on and, and finish this assignment that I got going on. And uh, yeah, man, anything you've been watching? Oh, this was this was a, a random choice, but uh, I saw that they added Armageddon's back on to, to Peacock. So I went back and I watched that six man hell in the cell. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot going on. <laughs> like you had like I always wonder what was what was the point of, of, of them bringing that truck out there? Like you couldn't have came up with a more creative way to set up that Rikishi spot than just Vince having it, having him wheel the truck out there. But my thing was, it's like they were coming out to. They, they, I guess they were trying to stop the match, but it's like, what, what's the truck going to do? Like, right? <laughs> you go, you think you're going to carry a uh, drag to sell out with the truck or something like that? Well, because you still got to break it down. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, none, none of that, none of that made sense. But like, shower Kishi for that spot heavy. Oh my god, that man crazy as hell. But, but you know, it's, it's it's spot heavy. But I guess that's the idea. But they got two thousand two Armageddon on there. Yeah, I think so. 
That's, yeah, that's my favorite pay-per-view stage of all time. Oh, oh, so so yeah, you said that's the best ever. It's I, I, I don't know. I, uh, it's up there. Uh, I mean, they have fire coming out the whole show. Like fire was literally a part of the stage, bro. And that's true. You have performers, the goats, my goats, two of my goats, use the stage to light a, a, a barbed wire two by four true. on fire and use it during the match. Almost hit that, a couple uh, fans in the front row. That's true. That, I would <laughs> Well, I mean, they've they, they been playing with fire a lot over the years. So, I mean, it's, it, it's one of the things that, that you got to watch out for, especially at WrestleMania. But no, that, that, that three stages of hell was definitely dope. And, uh, no, I, I I would I would definitely put it up there with some of the best ones. I don't know if the best. I don't know if I say that, but it's it's in the conversation. I will give you that. And, and the old backlash that, that used to had a the thing swinging. Yeah, that's up here. I did like those. Most we we, we we'll have to figure out the best pay per view stages one day, man. Oh, that's a bracket. I don't know if I want to do it as a bracket because it's just too much, like, but. Most definitely figure maybe maybe yeah. maybe do a poll on Twitter or something. Hey, yeah, if you if you if you didn't tune out because we spent 10 minutes talking about impact wrestling, I know people don't like that shit. Uh if you didn't tune out, man, let us know uh what is your favorite pay-per-view stage of all time. Mine is Armageddon yeah. 2002. What's yours, Reed? Yeah. My favorite. Oh man, you know, I, I used to like those SummerSlam ones back in like 04 to 06. Yeah, those, those, those were big. Um, what's another one? There was one, there was one of Survivor Series, I think it was 04. I want to say it was that one. That one was pretty dope. Uh, Judgment Day, Judgment Day, either I think I think it was 04. Was oh, one, 04. Was one, uh, Eddie, Eddie had the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one definitely fire. was up there. Most definitely. Yeah. yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I really, yeah. you know, which one I kind of kind of like, and it was a. Uh, I feel like AEW's like ripped it off. Uh, was Invasion, the Invasion pay per view where they had the two different sides. Yeah, I feel yeah, like, I feel like they did. No, AEW didn't. I think TNA ripped it off, and then AEW got it from TNA. I think TNA used the, the two sides. If I'm not mistaken, I might be mistaken, but I swear TNA. But, but T, the way TNA had it, I think it was on opposite sides of the studio. So like, some people came out on this side, and then some people came out on this side. I might be wrong. I haven't watched, haven't watched those episodes in a while, but. Something like that. Yeah, that's under. Uh, yeah, they, they all wind up ripping off something. So it's a it's an endless, it's an endless cycle of that. Like there's only so much you can do. So you just gotta make it different. If you can and just not a champion was supposed to build one too. The first the first night of champions. Oh the, the the one that was ruined forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that one because like I did. I actually didn't watch that pay per view. Now that I think about it, huh? it had like 
it, it was it's basically it was the same one for like a couple years running. It was just like that 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 red oh, card baby. Yeah, and the the pillars and the, the banners with all the championship on them. Uh, one of one of the Raw Rumbles. I don't remember which one, but I don't remember which year actually. But I think it was the one where they had a. You remember the ads and they had the McMahon's were were this royal family. Oh six, it was oh six. Yep. Uh, yeah, I like that one. I watched that one. I watched that one like fifty times. And then uh, whichever one, whichever Royal Rumble where they had the the West Side Story commercials. Oh five. Yeah, I, I like that stage too. That one was pretty funny. That that's what Vince tore his fucking quads getting yeah. in the ring. Oh, he worked he worked himself into a shoot for real. All like, the way. That's, that's working yourself into a shoot personified. Like, bruh. Cause I, I never I never forget as a kid watching that. And I'm, I'm saying, like, did, did is he sitting in the ring? Like he, he out here pouting like a kid? <laughs> he got his hands on his hip sitting in the ring. I'm like, all right, all right. You, you, you're going a little too far now. <laughs> So then to go back watching it, like, okay, so watch, watch this. He gets in the ring and he tries to stand up and falls. I'm like, oh, shit. So you, you really, you really just did yourself in like that. Hey, you ever, uh, that's funny. I was, I was listening to an episode of Edge and Christian when they had their podcast a while back. And Edge yeah. was telling the story about how everything was backstage when Vince came back. They said this nigga was irate. They parted, they parted the Red Sea. Yo, everybody got the fuck out of Dodge. Like, yo, Vince is coming back. Yo, they cleared out. Oh, <laughs> they don't want no, no part of this. If I was even close to Gorilla, I would have went back to the locker room and stayed there. Facts. Until I had. <laughs> it's, uh, is Vince gone? All right, cool. See y'all right. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> been, I would have been, I would have left. I would have been like, yo, y'all. Can I leave? <laughs> now get <laughs> caught in the right. in the wrath of this dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, I, I, I'm done. I'm done for the night. I'm got nothing else to do. Cool. Let me let me let me get on the road to the next show. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, see y'all tomorrow, man. I gotta check into this hotel, man. Hey, thanks. So let's let's move on. I feel like you know we we've been we've been talking a lot. So <laughs> like I said, man. Uh, we had trouble coming up with topics on the show, so not much happened this week except uh, WWE released ten talents from their contract. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through them all. You guys already know the story, but uh, we gonna start from a uh, from least relevant to to most relevant, I guess. Uh, Wesley Blake. Wesley Blake. If I was Wesley Blake, and I was Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler, I'll be waiting to beat somebody ass right now you know as somebody is jackson right uh but yeah yeah <laughs> tucker uh tucker is gone they took his name away they took his job away uh bo dallas which i, I thought was a, a bit of irony because bo dallas's dad got released on the same day last year sammy zag day you released irs on tax day bro <laughs> but you know what this is the only one that I feel I feel good for like this was mercy in my eyes because Bo been in like purgatory for I don't know how many years and I think he just wanted to leave but 
for whatever reason, they wouldn't book him, they wouldn't use him, but they wouldn't release him either. So it's like this. They released his tag partner and his dad last year and just kept him. Yeah. Didn't do nothing. Exactly. Uh, Chelsea Green, uh, Kalisto, Mickey James, Mojo Rawley, and uh, and and you know those names is you know, you see those names like oh yeah they haven't been doing much. This is high, Mo, Mojo Rawley is like number one in terms of least relevant to high relevant. <laughs> Truthfully, over Wesley Blake. Next to, I put him right after Wesley. Yeah, but, Mo, but, Mo, but Wesley Blake at least got to be. He at least got on TV with, with Baron Corbin. Mojo Raleigh won the Dre, though. And we, we didn't see him since then. And if you kind of want to if you kind of want to be technical, he hosted WrestleMania last year. Oh, man. Was, <laughs> <laughs> he was like co-co-hosting WrestleMania. He was like the... Titus, Titus also hosted... For the second half, he was he was Andy Richter basically last year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's really what it was. So I think that like, gives him, and he he was a champion last year too. So I think that gives him a little bit oh. more relevance than than Wesley Blake and Tucker at least at least those two. Oh, at least those two. Oh, if, if you want to say he third third least relevant, then yeah, I'll give you that. I guess so. <laughs> but uh but but the real kicker though uh included in these releases were Samoa Joe, uh Billy Kay, oh. and Peyton Royce uh to round it out. So uh yeah, man. Shoot on. Samoa Joe's complicated though, because so the, the story is that he wasn't medically cleared. WWE, we know how WWE doctors be. In terms of you know they don't want the liability. That's the, the same hardball that was playing with Daniel Bryan because he was trying to wrestle again. It's the head injury. They went, I, I think you know they did the yeah. same thing with Christian as well. Like Christian didn't get yeah. for seven years. I think I think really what it is they trying to avoid another June two thousand seven incident. So they they really just it's it's really hard to get clear from concussions in WWE ever since that. I think. Yeah, but it's like you know. And this goes back to what we said on that that episode. We were talking about Dark Side of the Ring. It's like, what what is the the deal with this wellness policy that it's like, are, are y'all still treating it like a joke? Because if you're treating it properly, then it's like that combined with, you know, the, the proper medical evaluations, like you should have an idea, you know, if this person can go again, if they won't, whatever. But in, in Joe's case, it's like, they wanted to keep him on commentary. He wasn't trying to do that. Doctors won't clear him. So it's like, okay, well, contract runs up. That's it. You're going to just cut. If, if a doctor clears him to wrestle, go for it. But it's like, if if not, then I listen, I don't know what to tell you, bro. <laughs> it's just it's just one of the things you just got to ride out with. The one that, the one that pissed me off was Billy Kay, though. Because, yeah. like, that... That that's his foul. That was, that was, really, that was really the only one I was upset about. Cause like, yeah. I, I, you know how many times I've gone up for Billy Kay on this show, bro. Like, so <laughs> I, that, that's I was tweeting about was it on a regular basis. On a regular basis, I was tweeting like, I don't see Billy Kay on my TV, and that's a problem. So y'all need to fix this. She was just on WrestleMania. I think she's the only person on that list got a pin at that was that had a match at WrestleMania. 
just being at beforehand. WrestleMania. Right. Like, just days beforehand, she was on the card and she won a match technically. And days later, she gone? Like, come on, man. This, this, is, this is crazy. And she went out on top, though. But I, I will yeah. say this about a... I got a couple more things to say about this, man. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to run through a couple a couple of these names. Uh, Wesley Blake, like I said, you, you owe... I really feel sorry for Wesley Blake, man, because I feel like he couldn't catch a break. They, they broke him up from, from Buddy Murphy and Alexa. I was about to say, he was with Buddy before. Yeah, at NXT. They're tag champs at NXT. Um, and then Buddy Murphy ended up doing his own thing, and then Wesley Blake got lost in the shadows. They put him with the Forgotten Sons. Nobody really liked him in NXT at Full Sail. They put him on the main roster. Nobody really cared for him on the main roster. Ended up getting taken off of TV after maybe a month because, you know, the the, the leader of the stable wanted to uh, get on Twitter and uh, align himself with some people who nobody should want to align themselves with in 2020, uh, especially proud. Boys. All losses matter. Yeah, yeah, he was very proud uh, to be a proud boy. Um, Tucker, eh. and you go somewhere like Tucker really impressed me in the Elimination Chamber last year. But other than that, I was never really impressed with Tucker. So I think he's somebody he can go and find his way out there, maybe find his way back if he feels inclined to. Uh, Mickey James, I thought she would be bad. Like, she was also on the pre-shows on WrestleMania, so that one kind of threw me for a loop. I would have liked to see her do commentary in NXT or something. She wasn't – it's not like she was going to wrestle or nothing like that. Yeah. Like, she she was that, – that, that, that side was – although, this is the reason I'm kind of upset about Chelsea Green, that that whole thing they're doing on Twitter, like kind of rehashing the, the you know, Trish Mickey – Storyline from back in 06. I wanted to see that play out in some capacity on the TV. I, I was down for it. Like, you don't have to do the same thing, but kind of like, you know, kind of like a callback to it and make your own version of it, you know, something like that. I was down for that, but we ain't getting that now. At least not in WWE. Uh, Bo Dallas, I, I don't I don't have much to say about that. Um, he just hasn't done much in the last couple of years, so he's free to do what he want to do. That's good for him. Uh, Kalisto, that one kind of threw me for a loop because I might as well just kept them with Lucha House Party. It's like they broke them up for no reason. Right. Like, I, I don't get that because it, it actually, I was actually interested when they, they, they flipped them and then they sent them the Raw, kept him on SmackDown, and he's supposed to be a heel. Okay, so we kind of got, you know, kind of like a heel Rey Mysterio, something like that. I'm like, I'm, I'm with that. That's cool. Well, let me not say that because Rey Mysterio is a heel in my eyes still. But oh yeah, Rey Mysterio. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm like, you, you had something with that. Kalisto was in the best shape of his career, and we know he can put on some fire. So I mean, work with that. You got a mid card scene, you still got to kind of you know get together outside of Biggie and Apollo. You know, you don't see anybody else in that situation. So it's like, put him in the mix. But right. Uh, and, and my my take on Chelsea Green was that she she was hurt a lot. I think uh, it's not good to see somebody get cut, but I think it's it's more justifiable, it's understandable in her situation. Is that she she stayed hurt a lot, 
they put her on the main roster. She got hurt her first night on SmackDown. It was out for 12 weeks. Just started to come back, but I think it's it's one of those things um, uh, any company will probably just cut their losses with. And uh, and Peyton Royce, uh, y'all know how I feel about Peyton Royce. Uh, listen, I, I don't listen. Yeah, boom, boom music. You know, <laughs> got a lot of time to be hearing that boom, boom music now that you don't got to go to work on uh, on Monday night. Oh, hey, listen, hearing a lot of that boom, boom music now in their crappy done up cars. <laughs> Pepper. Uh, she 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 got she got tone deaf moments. I'll give her that. Uh, but you know, did that? There was like a slight spark or something there when she did that raw talk promo, and I thought maybe that could you know finally tap into whatever it is Vince was seeing so much that he didn't supposed to be seeing Billy Kay. So I'm like, if you're gonna pull that trigger, pull that trigger. At least it's, it'll get me invested. But then the match was. Eh, and then we didn't see her again. So I, I don't know, man. That's that's what happens, man. Like you let the internet gas you up. And that's what happens. But it's never good to see anybody lose a job though. So but uh where do you think uh some of these guys uh, and gals will, will land? Um I'm going to say most definitely uh, Chelsea and Samoa and probably Mickey will probably end up in AEW. Uh, as for the rest of them, I don't know. I want to see Billy Kay go somewhere where she'll get some exposure because this, if this is the end, I'm, I'm, I'm highly upset and I'll never forgive the Fed for this. But um, her... Her maybe maybe her and Peyton will, will team back up again, and they can kind of rebuild off of that. Bo Dallas is done. I don't, I don't see him doing nothing with wrestling. It, it, from what I heard, he doesn't really care to be in the wrestling business no more. So you know, let him live his life, do his thing. Uh, uh, what Wesley? I, I I don't know what to tell you, man. Like it, when when you when you drop out of two different tag teams and then. You find yourself in the unemployment line. It's 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 a steep hill to climb. You might want to try like going work in the scene, going to Japan, something like that. I don't know, man. But um, yeah, a lot of a lot of them. It's it's going to be tough. Maybe uh, maybe impact. But I don't, those three I mentioned. Those three most definitely. I know Chelsea going to be. Following her hubby over to AEW, and you know Samoa Joe got a whole bunch of dream matches that he can yeah. have in AEW. Yeah, yeah, probably. Chelsea Green's husband is I would, impact. That's right. That's right. That's right. But it, it would make more sense for her to go to AEW because you know Impact don't need the women, and the AEW needs to keep showing up in women's division. So it would make more sense for her to go over there. Um. But yeah, and and you know Mickey, Mickey can be like, she, again, she'll need to wrestle. She'll need to do that. But she could be like a great veteran to have in that locker room for a lot of these women because a lot of these women are young. So that that that's a great asset for them to have, especially when it's still early on in their tenure, like so a year two, year three. So that that that's definitely something to have in your pocket. 
So I, I think uh, I'm going to just say where, where, I, where I want some of these people to go to. And if I fail, they'll end up somewhere different than me yet. Uh, Samoa Joe, get my guy over there to New Japan in that, uh, in that open weight division. Start whooping some ass, man. That's, I think that's a, the best place for him uh, if, he, if he doesn't go to AEW. I wouldn't even mind if he might come back to WWE at some point. Um, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. I don't see a I don't really see a place for Billy Kay outside of WWE. So her best bet, get an agent in Hollywood and, and just go from there if you if you don't want to stay in the game in the in the wrestling industry. Peyton Royce, I can definitely see her uh going to AEW. Her husband's there, have her shore up that women's division. Uh Mojo Raleigh, no idea. Um Maybe a party promoter. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Basically. <I> don't know. <laughs> uh, Chelsea Green. I honestly can see Chelsea Green uh, back in Impact. Uh, former Knockouts champion, if you did not know. A lot of people did not know that. Uh, Zack Ryder is already there. Matt Cardona, excuse me, is already there. Uh, Scott Demore Probably throw her a check to come and show up around Slammiversary in return. So... Especially they, they, they lost a couple of women too, like uh, Ty Valkyrie uh, is gone. She debuted NXT this past week. So that's right. Uh, I think I think I heard Nevaeh is gone from Impact as well. So a couple couple of their women uh, are gone. Jazz is is retired. So they can they can use some uh some new infusion of talent. Oh old, old infusion, but new. It's been a while. Kalisto. Yeah. I could see him working the circuit, maybe showing up in AEW. Um, Bo Dallas, I, I, same same thing as I said before. I don't really know as it pertains to him. Uh, Mickey yeah. James, you said AEW. I could actually see her in NWA. Uh, you know, and and I I don't want to I don't want to have to say all the women that got released have just going to work with their husbands, but I just feel it's a natural place for all them to wind up at because nwa seems just like a natural place for mickey james to wind up at if they want to pay her if they don't want to pay her then she might be an aw i can see her being like a coach or a player coach in aw as well is thunder rosa still with nwa technically technically yeah uh apparently until the end of the year her contract expires on, on the 31st of december because that that is one match I will watch. Mickey, Mickey James, James and Thunder, Thunder Rosa. Rosa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, it, just, just give me a one off, and that, that's all she need to do. But I want to see that. So and so like, for for that, and you know the pair, you know if you pair up with Nick Aldis too, like that that works. So I, I can see that definitely in NWA. Yeah, have her have her kind of in that role because I don't I haven't watched NWA Power, so I honestly don't know, uh, but. Before the pandemic started, uh, have her kind of doing similar to what Melina was doing in NWA. I don't, I don't know if Melina's still there or not, but you can have her do something like that. Um, yeah. In Thunder Rosa, uh, I I see people post and retweet Thunder Rosa's husband a lot. Seems very disgruntled, like as, as far as her uh, NWA situation goes. So yeah. that doesn't look like a, a favorable situation, but hopefully it can salvage it or whatever. Uh, 
Yeah, Tucker. Yeah, Tucker. I, I would like to see Tucker work the independent circuit and just kind of build his name up, do something different. Maybe come back to WWE because I, I think he he kind of got that that look. He kind of got a, a package of stuff, but he just got around it together. And I think I think they were dealt a really bad hand with heavy machinery, especially with Otis being the personality and Tucker just kind of being expendable. On it. It's big cast and ends all over again. Yeah. Because I need a reason to care about Tucker. It's like I need a reason to care about cast, other than the fact that he's, you know, seven, seven foot, foot tall. And seven foot tall. Teach that. Like that, that that's cool. And that's great. I that. He said one he said one line in his promos and he spelled out a word, but that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like I need a reason to care. And it's the same thing with Tucker. Like after you split, obviously Otis was the personality and then the whole like with him and Mandy and Dolph, it's like okay, that that was like a, a shade, shades of he could have a singles run, but we didn't say you needed to split him up right then and there. That's what they did, and so now Tucker was it was always going to end this way, unfortunately. So yeah. I just yeah, you got to give him something to make us give a shit. Otherwise, there's nowhere you can put him that'll that'll fix it until yeah. until he gets back. And and and. While we still on the subject of Tucker, I, I really don't like how wrestling fans y'all y'all was going up for Tucker like like y'all cared about him that much like y'all was really going up for Tucker getting released and that just screamed performative outrage to me and I just <laughs> did not care. Uh, Wesley Blake, uh, if I was Wesley Blake, here's what I would do: I would reach out to you know find uh, Raza Ghoul and join the League of Shadows. Uh, get your skills up, you know what I mean, to to get revenge on the person that cost you your dream job. <laughs> Go and get just world-class martial arts training and, and just come back and whoop old boys ass. Oh, man. kind of cost me my job, bro. Like, he, like Jackson Riker really cost them boys the, the, the biggest opportunity. Like, they, they was about to beat the New Day for the tag titles. It was. Like that was the biggest opportunity that they had I, in their career, and it just went up in smoke because one person just wanted to talk too much on social media. I, I can confirm they were poised to have a decent program with the new day and a title change. It was supposed to happen. So, uh, way to go, Jackson. Way to go. And meanwhile, Jackson Riker get on TV every week. What kind of shit is that? And I don't understand why. I really don't like that, that's, that's, I, I that's, say, really, I, that's really why he need to join up with Raza Ghoul. <laughs> I say all the time, like, I don't see the appeal in Elias, but somehow it just gets worse when you add Jackson Riker into it because what is he there for? Yeah, like, I, I used to, to... I've always loved Elias' gimmick to the point where I haven't realized Elias has been doing that gimmick for about five years now. It hasn't even seen that long. I enjoy the gimmick so much. It, ever since they put him in with Jackson Riker, I I don't care that when Elias is on my TV anymore, which I think is very I, I, unfortunate. I didn't mind it at first. Like, it was something different, and it was cool, but then it just got stale so fast. And then somewhere after Mania 35, after that whole thing with, with, with John Cena cutting the, 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 the old-school promo on him, and then Undertaker just beating his ass into the ground, like, after a while, it just got, I, 
it's it's not doing nothing for me no more. I think the highlight, the peak of Elias, of that gimmick for Seattle. him, exactly. Him and Kevin Owens got that. I have not heard booze that loud in a long, long time. Like I mean, years long. But that was the peak. After that, it just like stopped. I, I, I went and watched that promo back a couple months ago. And I never realized. So, you know, Elias dude, he do his little shtick in the dark and cut all the lights out. Yeah. It, the booze got so bad, they had to turn the lights on in the middle. Because <laughs> they didn't know what the fuck was about to happen. <laughs> and you don't want to chase. Uh, it's, it's a it's a sore subject for a lot of people in Seattle when you bring up the bring I'm about to say, you bring up the Sonics, you got issues, bro. <laughs> like those fighting words. <laughs> no respect like, for I shrimp. I didn't even think it was going to get him that high when he said it, but I'm like, oh. No, nah, bro. Like when he said it, I, I was thinking like, oh, this, this is your typical cheap heat. It's going to go away after a while. But no, nah, this shit yeah. went on for about three minutes. <laughs> yeah, it just blew up. That's like when when you draw heat like that, you you should be doing better. You know what I'm saying? Like that 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 takes some work. Like it made it made me think back to Edge. You know, back in 05 when they when the when the news got leaked, and yeah. before we even introduced it into the storyline, it was like, oh no, nah, these niggas really hate this dude. <laughs> like that yeah. that takes some work. But uh, I, I want to say one more thing about these releases and we can move on. Uh, I, I say I would like to see Samoa Joe in New Japan. Realistically, do you think he'll end up in AEW? Probably. Yeah. This, this is a good chance. A lot of, a lot of the talent from around, not, not, just, not just the indie circuit, but over Japan, from Impact, they're all in AEW for the, for the most part. And I think there's more for him to work with. Yeah, there's more for him to work with that's marketable and that people would want to see if he's still going to wrestle. Hey, so that, that, that's, that's, that's the big one right there. Samoa John Christian. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that's, I mean, Christian. I don't, don't want to see him with team Taz though. That's a little cute shit. No, 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 no. I, I see somebody say that. I'm just like, it, 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 it I, had to, I had to pause and think about it for a second. And I just I just came to the conclusion. No, no, I think I think it's, we'll pass. It's on too that. cliche, and I yeah. I didn't watch TNA. I don't, they didn't get along in TNA, so continuity. You gotta have some continuity here. Why would they be cool with each other in AEW if, if in TNA they didn't fuck with each other? And, and I ain't gonna hold you. Taz, Taz is wearing thin for me right now. Like it's yeah. it, his whole thing. Like I'm, I'm over initially Taz. was good. Yeah, initially it was cool, and the more now that I'm actually getting to watch AEW, it's like, bro, I'm sorry, like you just you just sound washed up now. It's, it it also no more. it also didn't help that for how long was it? Was that three months? It was about three months of the same shit with Sting every single week. Yeah, yeah, that didn't help matters. Uh, Brian Cage is teasing leaving. Uh, Ricky Starks is more compelling. To me, out of everybody else in that group, yeah. Like just, just Hobbs is let cool. somebody else talk. Yeah, yeah. let somebody let, else let talk. Ricky Starks like, talk more. Like, yeah. I always, I said Ricky Starks should have been out of the group, but 
Maybe what if it's smart? You have Team Taz and have Samoa Joe take over. I, I, I would I would be cool with that. Yeah, yeah, that that, that works. Like you don't you don't have to be the one like spearheading it all the time. Like you, yeah. you got these guys in the group for a reason. Use them instead of leaning on him so much. Like this is not this is not two thousand five Taz. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I'm over that. But yeah, so. uh Hopefully nobody else gets released though. Hopefully. If they do, it's it's for reasons like even Lee's getting released from AEW. Attitude reasons, for, for justifiable reasons to let somebody go. Not, you know, budget cuts. <laughs> Need to oh, so talking about cuts, cut us a check for that Ethel Johnson. So we ain't forget. Yeah, we got we, we, we got real life beef. We I forget. We got, we got real life beef. Yeah. But the check Vince. Yeah. Yeah. We we uh we 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 on we on you about that. I ain't playing. Um I, I said I said I was gonna do a little quick like on some news and rumors, but this is one of them. So Chelsea did this interview with uh Fightful earlier in the week, and uh apparently this this is why like a lot of these cuts never make sense. They had plans at some point last year to team her up with Vanessa Bourne and Santana Garrett. And that's why we saw like Santana Garrett had that one picture where she was like backstage in SmackDown. Mm-hmm. They were all supposed to have a faction together that was kind of gonna blend in Pussycat Doll and Charlie's Angels together. I don't know how that was gonna work, but that was the idea they had. Because uh, Vanessa Bourne got called up early last year. They didn't use her. Santana Garrett got called up in the summer, but she only had a spot at the Rumble. And then Chelsea Green got hurt in November. So all the shit started falling apart. I don't think I would want to say that, to be honest with you. I, none of it. I'm it. just like, yeah. I'm just like, uh I gotta, I, I gotta understand how you're gonna put that all together, especially on your PG TV. You know, like I don't know, man. That's you remember Vince and the Devils? Oh my god! Or like just just the way that's kind of written out makes me think of Vince's Devils, but yeah. more talented. Which realistically, yeah. Because only out of the three of them, only one of them was like a real wrestler, which was Victoria. So, and I don't know why they put her in it because like that was definitely a down, a back, a back step from where she was just a couple years before that, bro. Uh, y'all, y'all know how I feel about Victoria. Me, me too. Me just, I, I say, I say all the time, man. Like this. Next next year, I'm listen. This time next year, Victoria's not in the Hall of Fame, and we we can bookmark it whatever whatever date it is. That the earliest date that we record, I'm going on a rant (laughs) just on that topic. Same, but and and I'm a I'm a I got to shoot on this man. So, uh, I've mentioned before how you know '05 I was kind of out of the loop a little bit. So when I started picking up again around uh you know mid third quarter of 05, 
and I see Victoria doing this Vince's devil shit, I was just really uh, upset a little bit. I was kind of ashamed. So, yeah, I don't want to. Let's not let's not harp on uh, on those times, man. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, those those are the releases. Probably the only notable thing that happened this week in WWE. Uh, but uh, on Monday, which is one of the worst. I see people say it was the worst Raw after Mania ever. That's not true because last year exists. But it's, yeah, this is probably second, though. Yeah. Uh, nothing nothing interesting happened. You usually have returns and, and debuts. We got the return of Ivar, which I don't think anybody was really popping for like that. I popped a little bit. I was like, hey, Raiders. But that was really it. I was happy that you have another tag team back on TV since you have a tag team division that you don't take seriously. You know, that that meant something. Yeah. So, but at the expense of Cedric and Shelton, who I assume at this point are going back to catering, but that's a whole nother topic that I don't have the energy for right now. Like, I really don't because, yeah, yeah. They yeah. were in the hurt business and now they're in the catering business. Yeah. Uh, but what we yeah. did, probably the probably the best thing to happen on this whole show, uh, Charlotte Flair had a promo, and she just ran down a whole bunch of women in the women's division. Uh, she did not mention Becky Lynch though, because she was scared. She's scared of Becky, but we know that she ran down all the women. She was basically, you know, asserting herself. I, I think it's a uh, I wasn't really that impressed with it because I feel like Charlotte Flair has done this promo multiple times before. And I also uh, don't see what the end game is for her delivering this type of promo. She She's done it in some form of fashion, but this was the first time it was, I guess, deliberate or straight, you know, without, without any restrictions. Like she, she said, she said what was in her mind instead of, you know, what she could say on TV, so to speak. Like th this, this was the first time it was just unfiltered. Un you know, I'm gonna just say it off the hip. Yeah. Um, but what I will say, and this was one thing, one of the things I had for the for the day. Um, I, I saw a post on Instagram. This is uh, like a little a snippet of the promo. And I just happened to see this by chance because I believe Alexa Bliss was one of the names she mentioned. And then I saw at the bottom of the post, Alexa posted, why are you so loud? And then it just got me thinking, we don't have enough women's programs on the show. You got one bad one with the Raw Women's title, but it's like, at least if you're going to run with that, run with it. But if you're going to have Charlotte back, a way to counteract the whole let's not put Charlotte right back into the title scene, you know, because it, it just it's, it's constant. The way to kind of keep her from going stale in the women's division, give her a new program. Alexa is on her own now. It, you know, the aftermath of that terrible situation with the fiend that I don't even listen. Yeah, yeah. That's not no, over. Nothing, nothing can. I, I, it needs to be. It needs to be because I'm, I'm still pissed. I don't care about it no more. I just, 
not, nothing fixes that for me. At, at the at the risk of not sounding like a broken record, I'm not going to say what I've been saying for the last seven days. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I will not be convinced about this. I'm inconsolable. It just ain't going to happen. But if there's one silver lining that I can see, it's that if Alexa is going solo now, if she's doing her own thing, she's got her own dark side or whatever, she's got her own character, her own lady fiend, then let her start going after names on the women's roster. And what better way to start wrong than her. with Charlotte? Who up? You know, you know how the fiend was uh was writing wrongs initially? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, likes to do something like well, that. She I don't, could. I don't know the story. I don't, I don't know the history with Charlotte that well, but I, I do know there's a well, it's, it's, there's a very big name out there who who can come back who 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 likes oh, yeah, to go on to. Yeah, that's right. But I mean, the thing is, there's not much history there. Like they had a match in NXT. Uh, I think it was like a tournament for the the, the NXT Women's Championship, mm-hmm. and then they had the Survivor Series match a couple years ago, champion versus champion. Outside of that, you don't really see them. You haven't really had any, you know, matches or anything like that between them. So that can be fresh. But, you know, Charlotte, and, I th- and that's why I think it's perfect for this time. Charlotte came out and cut this promo and everything like that. And they'll most likely put her in a title match at Backlash. But if you interject Alexa into that and just take Charlotte away and have her program with Alexa, it's like that can run for a good couple months, even into the summer. So, I mean, like, again, if she's if she's doing her own thing as, you know, the her, her dark Alexa side, that's a program you can run with. Then you can have your women's championship program on the side, too. It's like keep building the, the, the rosters up so that we don't have this stale run like you had with Asuka after the summer, just dropping her off and not really featuring the women's title. Like, get get the women. you got enough women on Raw's roster. I say this at nauseum. You have it's like five to one women from Raw to SmackDown. You can make another program. So this would definitely be one of them, especially since he name dropped her already. So it's like that, when when she wrote on that post, I'm thinking like, okay, y'all could do something with this. And I don't like saying that on here because you know they like to listen and like steal shit. And I, that, that, that gets me all the time. I don't like giving this out, but if you, if you got the, you know, the, all the pieces in place right there, you may as well run with it. And all I will say is, if y'all hear that, and you get to thinking, and you get to writing, if I don't get a mention from this show, I, oh, y'all, this is this is not the time to try me, okay? <laughs> not, I got resources to get litigation going, all right? I'm at that point, all right? So... If y'all, if Bruce, if Bruce getting his mind start wilding again, all I want to see is hashtag YK Wrestling at YK Wrestling. Something. That's all I need. I'm not, I'm not gonna giving this out and then y'all keep taking shit and running with it without the proper, the the proper respect and creditation to where it came from. All right. Oh, we won't. We're not. We're not. That's right. We are not gonna keep doing this. This, this. this petty theft. That shit gonna stop. But that's an idea. Yeah, I would book that. And uh, I just want to reclarify. Uh, Alexa Bliss has never defeated Charlie Flair one on one. They've they fought one on one three times. Uh, the 
Women's Championship Tournament NXT. Uh, they they fought on an episode of NXT a few months after that, and uh, Survivor Series 2017. Only times Alexa Bliss has won a match that Charlotte Flair has been involved in. Uh, we have uh, Money in the Bank 2018. Uh, there was a uh, triple threat for the SmackDown Women's Championship in 2019. I don't know why I don't remember. Oh, it was number one contendership. That's what it was. I was like, I don't remember her holding the championship back then. Uh, but yeah, so we have a number one contenders match that featured Carmella. So I'm pretty sure Carmella took the pin in that one. And uh, Clash of Champions 2019 for the uh, the Women's Tag Championships. No, that's a lot. No, never mind, never mind. Never mind. That happened in Charlotte, not versus Charlotte. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So, Alexa Bliss has never defeated well, Charlotte Flair one on one. Yeah, that, and that that's a good way to start it. You know, you just have her go after the biggest whale, and then you can just run down. It, you know, she's gonna do like like what, what Bray did, going after people that you know got one over. You can run down the list of them and put, bring up some new feuds. You know what I'm saying? Like that, you have that in your pocket now. If you if you were going to do this at the expense of the fiend, which again I'm not cool with, but if you're gonna do it, make something out of it now. That that's that's a good road to take. And that story ain't over either, by the way. Uh, it, it 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 just needs to be. It just need to be. It's not. They they've exhausted all the goodwill with me. Just end the story, please. I'm telling y'all, it's not, man. And if I'm it's, wrong about it, I will I will gladly admit I was wrong. But as of right now, I can't be wrong because you know it just started. It's, it's terrible, man. I, I I can't I can't, man. I, I've I've ranted at. As much as I possibly can about that particular topic, that is it's apathy at this point. I can't even I can't even muster up that that energy no more for it because yeah they don't listen. They don't listen. The one time the one time they don't listen and not tap in is on the topic that I'm then that passionate about. But that, that that's okay. That's and okay. since and since they tapped in, since they listening, man, uh, is there a date for WrestleMania in 2024 yet? There is not. Uh, there's not I, I know a place I know a place where you should come to to have Wrestlemania in 2024 that's Wrestlemania 40 you're at Wrestlemania 40 so why not have Wrestlemania 40 in Las Vegas it writes itself mm. cut the check Vince <laughs> hey man uh, before we get out of here uh, I'm going I'm to circle back. We're going to talk about some more Impact Wrestling. Second time today. Hell yeah. They got a pay-per-view coming up. Uh, Rebellion. I'm just going to get these predictions out the way. I doubt Reek cares to give his predictions or not. I'm going to give mine. Uh, for the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championships, uh, Fire and Flavor, that's Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steeles. They're putting their titles on the line versus Jordan Grace. And an opponent to be determined, and so I'm pretty sure that uh, that mystery opponent is a uh, is gonna walk away with some gold. That's my prediction. 
next mm. up, we got an eight-man tag match. Uh, Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, James Storm, and Willie Mack. Uh, Willie Mack is the, the lone anomaly on this team. He is the only one on this team that's never been world champion in Impact Wrestling. So that should, that should change because I'm a big fan of Willie Mack. Uh, they're taking on Violent by Design, uh, Eric Young, uh, Cody Deaner, Joe Doring, and Rhino. What? Yeah, I, I, I don't give a shit about uh, Violent by Design. I kind of tune out every time they come on TV. So uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose them to get the win, though, because Impact, like, they like to do things that I don't agree with. Uh, they, they're the ones who are tapped in, and they do the exact opposite. So, oh, uh, we got a last man standing match: Trey McGill versus Sammy Callahan, and uh, this one's just been shaping up to to be Trey McGill getting the win. So uh, that should be that should be the route they go. Uh, next up in in a match, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be brutally honest with you about I don't care. Matt Cardona versus Brian Myers, I don't care. <laughs> The major brothers explode. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Brian Myers might get the win, so we'll see. Uh, for the X Division Championship, uh, Ace Austin puts the title on the line versus Josh Alexander and TJP. If Impact Wrestling, if Scott Demore, if if Don Callis, if they know what's right for them, Josh Alexander will walk out with the X Division Championship. He should. That's my pick. Uh, for the Knockouts Championship, Deanna Perrazzo versus Tanil Dashwood. That's match of the night. I'm telling you right now, it's match of the night. Uh, this is the one I don't know. Probably. I don't know who should win. Probably. This one. Who should win, Reed? You 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 choose for him. You you predict for him. Tanil. Tanil is uh, Emma. Emma, right? It's Emma. Oh shit! You know what? How long has Deanna been champ? Cause I know she's had it for a minute. This is Bound for Glory, I want to say. Hmm. Around there, around October, November. You know what? I would say I would say drop it to Tanil. I think they could have that because she's still young too. Mm-hmm. So like they they could they could have a decent program back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think I think Deanna really kind of made the statement in a big way when she beat Jordan Grace back to back. So, I mean, this could kind of be her foil in a sense, you know. Now that she kind of got had a decent run with it, you know. Emma I love to I love Tanil's gimmick too. Like, like this yeah. past week on Impact, uh, she had a segment where she she has her own talk show, but the the talk show is called All About Me, and the guests interview her. <laughs> and I thought that was really creative, and so I'm I'm very I'm I'm on the Tennille Dashwood train because uh, it looks like they're they're finally utilizing her a little bit more than they were last year. Also, I don't think she's ever won a, a championship before, has she? Not a singles championship. Uh, so let's go look. I don't. I'm not sure actually. I know she didn't win anything in WWE. Uh, she won. Yeah. Uh, she won a championship for federation i never heard of the elite canadian championship wrestling uh in oh. vancouver okay she, she won their uh super girls championship twice and uh she also won a championship in a 
in a Swiss uh, league over in Switzerland as well. But no, she's never won anything since then. Uh, aside so it, it's it, it's time for her to get a win. Yeah, I'm I'm I think, I'm, I think, I'm on the I'm on the Tenniel train. Yeah, Myself. I think I think it's about that time. Like she should have a run. Yeah, she been uh, she been slept on. I agree. And uh, I, I've I've enjoyed Deanna Perrazzo's reign, but like you said, it's a uh, but but like a man, no no impact. They probably won't do it. Deanna Perrazzo is probably gonna win. So I think I'm gonna go with the safe pick, and Deanna Perrazzo gonna win uh, for the Impact Tag Team Championships. Uh, Finn Juice, David Finley, Juice Robinson. They put the titles on the line against the uh, AEW's Good Brothers. They might as well be AEW's Good Brothers. I see. I think I see them more on Dynamite than I see them on on Impact. But uh, yeah, the Good Brothers going back after their championships, and uh, I, I can probably see them getting the titles back because because Kenny Omega is going to win in the main event. I'm not even going to put too much on that. Kenny Omega is going to beat Rich Swan in the main event. Yeah. Well. So you gotta have. <laughs> what sense would it make for Kenny Omega to have two championships, the Young Bucks to have the AEW tag titles, and you got the Good Brothers with no gold? Come on now. Uh, they're gonna have yeah. all the gold, so it's kind of that's my picks. We can we can end this show because <laughs> yo. So I, I I saw this as you were talking about Vegas and WrestleMania, but I'm already gonna invalidate it because I see a particular name attached to it <laughs> that we don't that we don't give credence to on this podcast. All I will say is that the there was talk about them looking at WrestleMania in Vegas as far back as January. Now it wasn't given a specific number between 37, 38, and 39, but 40 is wide open. So that that's a high possibility. And he already got dates for 38 and 39. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's not. Listen, it's not that. It's not that hard. I, I know Vince McMahon is never having WrestleMania outside ever again. So it, it might be a while before we see another Mania in Florida. Thank God that they, they yeah. don't too damn much. Don't don't bring your asses back to New Orleans again, please. Don't don't do that. I, it, it was hit or miss. Like I think both both of the ones in New Orleans had. Some great stuff and some stuff that just it made did. You I just go to New Orleans too damn much. Let's not. Wow. Yeah. Don't go and back to Miami. Nah, nah, not unless unless the Rock is going to be there, which he won't. Uh, Twenty nine kind of killed any any hopes of that. So I, as much as much as people hoping for Hollywood, I don't think that's going to happen either, because Hollywood just says, "Nah, you're not getting him again," because my man. Tore his whole abdomen at 29, and cost him a couple of engagements. You think now you're not cool his, with that? Uh, with this Peacock deal now that NBC and WWE are kind of working a little bit more, do you think the the Universal Studios would be more willing to let The Rock show up and, and wrestle again? Now that they're kind of in a more of a working relationship, they might let him show up, but I don't know about wrestling. <laughs> 
like he you might see him do some 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 promos, some some content or whatever. But wrestling, I don't know. We know he in shape to do it, but you know, again, it's like the that there's always that risk of okay, if something happened here, you know, we got this booked to do this this show or this movie, and if he miss it, that's a whole lot of money, and it's like they they don't want to take them risks. You know what I'm saying? So maybe. I mean, Black but Adam. Listen. Right, right. I think I think he just finished up filming, or he started filming. They just started filming Black Adam uh, like last week yeah. or the week before that. Yeah, but it's like, listen, that yet yeah, Vegas got a brand new stadium. It's beautiful. It's nice. I it's been, on the I, West I, Coast. I'm about to go on a tour. I'm about, I'm about to schedule a tour soon. Yeah, it's, it's it's on the West Coast. I don't think they've been on the West Coast since '31. Like, nope. you might you might as well go for it. Take, take advantage. It's a roof, so it's not going to be hot as fuck. You don't got to worry about no rain delays. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a fact. You, I mean, you might, you know, you might have, you might run into a little trouble. Uh, you might run into a little trouble, uh, you know, that weekend with, with, with a lot of the uh, extracurricular activities that there uh, are to do out here. Um, that might be a problem, but that's a problem for everybody. They they have they have those Maybe. extracurricular activities everywhere. It's just not not legal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, as as long as Matt Riddle's not on the card, I think they'll be okay. That would have that perfect place in Doug RVD in the Hall of Fame that year too. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean. <laughs> oh, oh, real, real quick, because I, I I forgot to bring this up. Fans gotta stop being so damn stingy and ungrateful. Uh, I say that because one of the things that did change in their their restart week in in, in the shows was the commentary team, mm-hmm. and as soon, not even one hour into Monday Night Raw, people already bitching about this dude, uh, Adnan Vink. Listen, it, it's dude's first day on the job. He, he came over from ESPN. It, it, he's got a whole different, I'm sure he's got a whole different style, which most of the new guys do. Like that, that's what makes the, that's what makes commentary great when it gets infused and you have new, you know, so something new to add to, to, to the rotation. You know what I'm saying? Corey's back over there, so it's not like you got to lean all on this new guy. Relax, you know what I'm saying? Because and and then and then we get to SmackDown and Pat, Pat McAfee. McAfee. <laughs> yeah, Corey, I love Pat McAfee. Exactly. It's like everybody's gonna be different, bro. You gotta you gotta let some shit roll. They just, they just don't like nobody they unfamiliar with. That's all. And it's like I, I I get that, but it's like it's his first day, bro. Come on. If it if it was nope. a fresh face they were familiar with, like when Samoa Joe first got over doing commentary, they loved it. Yeah, yeah, because it's like if, if you've heard if you've heard someone cut a promo before, then you know they can do commentary because they go hand in hand. But it's like, yeah, like I think I feel like everybody was more accepting of that that other dude that that took Charlie's Charlie's job over on uh, Raw Talk. Everybody was more accepting of that than they were of this dude. And it's like the Irish dude. Yeah, I don't even remember his name right now. It's like I think it's like Kevin something. He goes raw talk now. Yeah, 
Yeah, he does. like. I, yeah, yeah, I think so. I haven't watched Raw Talk does. so long. I, I don't care. Either. Like, I don't care about what happens on Raw that much. So, like, I'm not going to care to watch Raw Talk. I'm, I'm tapped yeah. in talking smack every week. Though. Oh, my God. Bro, that's the Paul Heyman show every week. That, that That's that good shit. Shout out, shout out to the Irish dude that nobody knows on Raw. We're going to learn your name, bro. You're an all-star. We're going to learn. <laughs> right. Like, he's good, too. That's the bad thing. It's like the, the show was just trash. But he's actually good, so like I, I feel for him. But he, he he's still good. People was more accepting of him than they were of this other dude. And it's like, come on, man, y'all, y'all gotta cut it out. Y'all gotta grow up. It's TV. It's weekly TV, right? Like every week is gonna have a chance to be different. It probably won't be, but every week got a new chance. Let's see how I do tomorrow. Like you can't you can't judge nobody off the first hour. So I thought he did a good yeah. job. I, I didn't I didn't mind. It. I that, thought he did a really good job. But that's what I'm saying. You know how fans like, are. My my complaints about Raw are usually never about commentary. It's pretty much everything else. You know how I'll be feeling when I I just be on Twitter and just you know seeing people just complaining about shit. I feel like The Rock back in two thousand one. Shut up, bitch! Oh my god! That's how I be. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think uh, we can end it right there. It's uh, it's probably a uh, one of our least compelling episodes in a while, but it is what it is. Uh, Reek, man, you want to plug your socials? Chalk it up, yeah, chalk it up to lack of content this week. Yeah. Anywho, y'all can find me at Reek Havoc twenty four on Twitter and on Instagram. Also, go check out the Havoc Hour on Spotify, Anchor, uh, also YouTube for the video. Wherever you listen to your podcast, talking sports and entertainment, my guys on the show. Right here, I got multiple cameos across our different platforms here, but uh, go check that out. I'm probably I'm gonna try to shoot an episode tomorrow because uh, Tuesday PFL is having a media day that I gotta tap into, so uh, oh I'm gonna try God. to get some content going tomorrow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm gonna try to get some content tomorrow before that. Uh, but yeah, y'all go check that out. Uh, check out the Instagram page as well too. Underscore the Havoc Arrow underscore. And uh, you know me, I'm TC Fontaine. You can. Follow me on Instagram if you feel inclined to at tc.fontaine. I might post this week. I don't know yet. I might I might post some of my photography. I'm feeling real good about my photography, man. You know, I uploaded some of my pictures, you know, from uh from Versus last weekend and it was looking real good. I, I enjoyed it. So I might, I might, I might brag about it a little bit. I don't know. Uh follow us at YK Wrestling uh, everywhere except Instagram, cause why? They some hoes, man. Hashtag free YK wrestling. Hashtag free YK wrestling. Uh, Instagram, you can hit us up at YK wrestling underscore. Uh, I might bite the bullet and just just start posting on there again. I just haven't, I haven't mentally felt up to it since they since they took us away. I haven't felt like post. I ain't post nothing about mania. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even care to use Instagram no more. So until until they give us our page back, if they ever give us our page back, I'm gonna email Mark Zuckerberg directly. I, I'm I'm almost there at that point. I'll be like, hey fam, give me my fucking page back. Yeah, robot. Right, like, you a robot. Like, why y'all why y'all petty? I think so too. He, he's something. He's something. He's not human. I know that. 
That, yeah, no, yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. no, no human being creates a conglomerate social media site with the initial intention to talk to girls. Nobody, nobody who's the same human being does it. Listen, bro, look at the size of his head and then look at his eyes and then tell me he's human. There's no soul. Like, in stop. It. There's no soul. In yeah. Body. Yeah. But yeah, you, nah. you, you give us our page back, though. Greatly. Hey. Like, you got you got decision-making capabilities, so you can do that. Yeah. So, uh, also, uh, I want to... It's totally unrelated to me plugging my socials, but just follow us at, at Young Kings Wrestling everywhere. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, since, since I brought up Mark Zuckerberg, and I, I'm probably going to close out the show with this. This is a fun fact. Uh, do you know why YouTube was initially created? Uh, YouTube used to be a dating site. Uh, but yeah, I, I I don't know how either. Uh, it was it was a it was a dating you upload videos of yourself and then people go to your profile and shit. That's how it initially was. But the initial idea of YouTube came because the founders they couldn't find a Janet Jackson nipple slip anywhere on the internet. So they figured like, what if there was a way to have, we could watch this nipple slip all the time. And <laughs> thus the biggest video website in the world was born. Uh, I don't know how either, but I learned that shit a few weeks ago. It was very, it was very awkward. Oh no. YouTube was Yo. born like the year after that happened. Oh, what happened during a Patriot Super Bowl that we won too, by the way? <laughs> oh man, that was crazy! Yeah, that was a crazy. You learn something new every day on the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast that has nothing to do with I wrestling, that, but you learn it. Yeah, absolutely do. So, never uh, forget, never forget because I remember that. So, I oh, think uh, I, I think uh, my guy Reek is, is taking it back. And uh, yeah, a little bit. we can we can go ahead and uh, and close the show out, man. I'm TC Fontaine, Reek Havoc, Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. We are out of here. R.I.P. Black Rob and DMX. Hey, hey. Uh.